Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, December 29th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you. We'll get started here with John McMullen and then Rube. Hey, Nick. Good morning. Um, hey, John. Just wanted to get your thoughts on, on the passing of, of John Madden. Did you ever come across him? I, I know he tried to keep his foot in his game. Obviously, everybody knows him, but just what he meant to you as a, as a football coach and, and, uh, yeah, you, uh, I, I never did come across him. Uh, but you know, all the great football coaches you try to learn from and, uh, he's definitely, you know, definitely a guy that I've seen the, uh, football life on and, and learned some things about, about that I've, uh, about him that, uh, have contributed into me being a coach. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, and then obviously, uh, somebody my age, um, and, and obviously the people that are even, you know, younger than m myself, uh, know his video games. And that was the big thing, like hearing him on the video games. And, and when I was growing up or just seeing him on, um, seeing him on TV broadcast the game, that was always, it was always cool. He just got that, that voice that was unbelievable. The, the charisma, the, uh, every, they're just he just made watching football games on television he just made it really enjoyable for for all all people um and so obviously we're saddened and and he'll be missed go ahead Rube and then Zach hey Nick uh, happy new year um I have a kind of a combo question about miles and Jordan uh number one do you know anything new about miles in the timetable I, I know you're not big on timetables but is there a realistic shot of getting him back at, at some point and and with Jordan you know he had that neck injury two years ago obviously he weren't here is there any connection between his rehab now with the stinger and what he went through that really knocked him out for for most of uh the second half of 2019 as far as miles, as far as miles goes, uh, again, not, yeah, won't put a timetable on him, but we're not, we're not putting him on IR, um, and that, that, and that's not like, hey, on Thursday or Friday we're putting him on IR. We're not putting, I can, I can share that with you. We're not putting him on IR. So obviously, we're hopeful that that he's back. Um, and you know, actually, that I had a, a running back a couple years ago, uh, Marlon Mack. He broke his hand and was back. Um, I, again, I don't remember how much time it was, but I, it was the same type of thing. He broke his hand and was back a little bit later in the year. Um, so no, no timetable there. Um, as far as Jordan goes with the, you know, with his injury, uh, he's just working like crazy to, and obviously we're aware of what happened two years ago, but he's just working like crazy to get back and, and get himself ready to go for this game. Um, and, uh, but, but nothing, nothing, uh, you know, we're aware of la the injury last time. We, we know what, we know what went down with that and everything. Um, and so it's just, but it's a separate injury and we're just, we're just treating it that way and uh, trying to get him back for this football game. And he's working him and the trainers and the doctors and, and our, our strength staff are working like crazy to, to get him ready. Thank you. Go ahead, Zach, and then Martin. Hey, Nick, if you look at the way the defense has played, over the past month or two, how much of that is is tangible improvements or changes you've made, and how much of it is is just the 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 personnel of the opponents might be different than what you played the first month of the season? Um, you know, I think what we've done is just done a good job of getting better every day, um, and not listening to the outside noise. When when the outside was telling our defense they stink, we didn't listen. We put our head down. And we continued to work. When the outside is telling us now, you're in the top five and you're awesome, 
uh, we're not listening. We're, we're putting our head down and working and getting and trying to get better. Um, of course, you know, the, the opponent that you play and the offense that you play or the defense that you play always goes into it. But, you know, this is the NFL. Any any team is capable of doing anything at any time. And and uh, and so, we you know, we don't we don't look at it like that. We do what we got to do to win each football game. And like I said, we put our head down and, and work and, and try to get a little bit better each week. And I think what you're seeing is is that development of the defense of, hey, they've gotten they've we're better, right? There's no secret. We're better now than when we were a month ago because of the way our guys work and the and our philosophy of, hey, how do I leave this place a little bit better than I was yesterday? And so um, that's a product of that as well, uh, you know. And that's a, that's what we believe is is the main product of, hey, we just we just put our head down, work, and, and try to get better every day, and that's why we're on an up uphill uh, trajectory of of you know how we how we're playing right now. Go ahead, Martin, and then Tim. Hi, Nick. Um, I want to ask you about the uh, NFL's new uh, COVID COVID rules that came out yesterday. In the context, I mean, I know you said on Monday that you plan to separate the quarterbacks into different rooms and everything. Like, were you guys planning any other type of, um, I don't know, COVID uh, type of adjustments? And and just your thoughts on, on being able to get, like, a bunch of guys back sooner. Yeah, we we've made even more adjustments. Um, yeah, the 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 main one is you know you know the us separating the court. Like I just left a quarterback room uh, meeting to come down here and do the interview, and we were all we weren't in a room, right? Jalen was it was in his room. Uh, Gardner was in his room. Uh, Reed was in his room. Shane was in his his office. I was in my office. Brian was in his office. So that is the one meeting and specialists. We, we made them all virtual as well. So those are the meetings we went all virtual for. Um, the rest of the guys are in person. Um, there's going to be some things that we do as far as getting young guys ready to play. That's a little unique and a little different. Uh, I can, um, I'm not going to share that here, Martin, right now, just for competitive advantages, but we're doing some things to, to make sure that guys, if, if guy gets, if a guy gets sprung into action late, that he's going to be ready to go even more so than, than what he would have in the past. Um, I, I just can't say enough though about our building and our organization that we're able to handle um, changes, you know, so, so seem, you know, it, to me, right. I know how hard they're working and I know uh, behind the scenes, they're doing so much, you know, to, you know, when we got those rules changed different, we changed a lot about how we were meeting uh, again. And so, um, but the the work of our building and our organization to to handle the changes and to make sure that everything was flawless today, it, you know, it goes unnoticed. And but but it's really um, really a tribute to our organization and our video department and our our um, you know Dan Ryan and, and his department and just uh, just all the different departments. I mean. I, I can't just I can't say everybody that that made everything easy for us today as coaches and players, but uh, Pat Dolan, uh, John Ferrari, I, I just I could keep going on and on about how many guys uh, and and girls in this organization uh, got made it possible for us to meet flawlessly today. Thanks. We'll go to Chris Franklin and then Jeff next. Hey Nick, uh, when it comes hey, to carry on, Josh, I saw you guys to the. Uh, practice squad what made you guys feel comfortable enough to bring him back and is I know you say you're hopeful that Jordan Howard is 
trending to be back that, but is that, is that, I think it's more of an indication that he may not be ready as more insurance policy. Uh, no, I wouldn't look too far into that. Again, we're hopeful with, with Jordan. Um, we're just, we're just making sure, uh, we have other hands on deck, ready to go. Carry on knows the offense. I, th- I thought carry on was really good on uh third down and protections and then, uh, and, and out of the backfield, I thought he did a good job on first and second down running the football with different types of, uh, schemes that we do. Um, and we have confidence in him and that's why we brought him back. And, you know, that, that's, you know, that's always a good story for guys uh, to, you know, to for us to be able to tell next year, right, in training camp, be like, hey, not everybody might make this team, but, you know, there's a chance that you're back. Uh, and, and this is an example of that. That's definitely something we said to carry on when he left. And look where we are now. He's back uh, and, and looking to help us win this game on Sunday. Go ahead, Jeff, and then John Clark. Nick, with uh, with – I guess some of the different stuff you did with Jalen Hurts in terms of the run game, I think you mentioned in Washington because of the ankle and then because of the Giants, maybe there wasn't as much of it. Did you notice that the lack of a threat that he'll keep it affect, uh, altered the way those teams defended you at all? Um, I don't think so because it wasn't like we were, we were just not going to do it at all. It just We did it a little bit less. And so, I'll, you know, they have to be prepared for that. They know what a threat he is to be able to keep it. And uh, I didn't I didn't notice that. Now, if you if you continue on a streak like this where he, he's not, you know, continue, you know, carrying it or if his ankle's not getting better or whatever it is, then maybe you see a difference. But, you know, he, he he's done a great job of rehab. He's feeling better every day. Um, what he tells me, uh, he's getting better every day. And so, like I said earlier in the week, I don't I don't feel like there's as many that we don't have restrictions on him anymore. And, I, and we didn't have necessarily have restrictions, but. You know, I guess we're being less and less careful, and I know that's not the best way to say it either. But um, you know, we're feeling more and more comfortable. Let me say it this way: we're feeling more and more comfortable, uh, and Jalen's feeling more and more comfortable to do the things we need to do to win the football game. We have time for two more, so go ahead, John, and then Josh. Hey, Nick. After the game Sunday, Jalen Hurts says he knows in his heart that you guys haven't played your best game yet, and you're all striving for it. Do you agree with that? And what is the potential of this team? I think we we all agree with that in the sense that we know we can get better. There's always something. You never play a flawless game, ever. Right? And, you just, and you're always striving to be better and be better and be better. And I think that's fair. And, and when you're in the mode of what we are, a process-driven, uh, um, very results um, – aware team that and then you think you're gonna and you know you're gonna grow each day and and so yeah I, I hope the last game we play is our best game that's what that's what I that's what I always hope um that we're continuing on that upward trend and I think our guys you know I know our guys believe that our coaches believe that our players believe that and like I said we're just trying to get better every day and and, and you're never going to play a flawless game there's always going to be things that you need to correct um and get better from go ahead Josh Hi, Nick. I'm following up on, uh, you know, Devontae's catch. And, and uh, I was wondering something you said uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, about, you know, what they rep in, in practice. I was wondering if you could provide a little bit more insight on the intricacies of, you know, whether it be the amount of reps they, they do that toe tap or, you know, the jugs and just, you know, what makes him excel at those uh, plays. Um, we put them through uh, uh, just the drills that they're doing five catches of, and I'll try to explain this um, as best I can without getting too much. I don't mind getting too much into it. I just it just could go long. 
Um, but five catches of each, I want to say, difficult catch or unusual catch that they might make. And so as you go through the years, you know, you always you always are saying, ooh, add that to the repertoire. Um, because if you're only making a difficult catch, if you're only dragging your feet um, at practice, or pardon me, if you're only dragging your feet on Sunday, then you're not going to be used to doing it. And so there's no telling that how many reps you'll get of dragging your feet in a team period, right? You have you're going to go through that process of team periods, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a drag your a drag your foot at the on the sideline during team period. So you try to simulate those things as much as you can. So you have the you have you know the sideline drag. You have traffic catches that you try to get, you know, and and again you just you have low balls, you have high balls, you have behind balls, you have over the shoulder, you have over the shoulder. Where you catch, where you turn your shoulder and catch it over the other side. Um, I got a great story about that. I uh, my dad used to throw me this ball all the time. He would always have me right here, and he'd have me look over my left shoulder, and then flip over and catch it over the right shoulder when he put it on the other side. And I'm like, I never caught one. And I moved to re- I moved from quarterback to receiver in high school, and it didn't happen in high school. I'm like, well, all right, I rep these all the time. Then I'd be at home in the summer and. And, and football, and, and my dad would be throwing it to me. It never happened. And then one game my junior year, it happened, and I was so excited I caught a touchdown pass against Wabash where I would looked over the one shoulder and then caught it over the other shoulder. So, um, And I do I will take that back. It was a touchdown. They said that it hit the ground. It didn't, all right, but it did show up in that time. So my point of all of this is you try to put yourself in as many scenarios as you possibly can uh, before the game. And that's just, that's just natural. I, you know, we've stole it from everybody. Like I saw Des Bryant one time. Um, and this is a drill that we do now. I saw him in a warm up. We were at the chargers and we were playing the Cowboys and he had the, he had his assistant somebody with him, and he had a towel around his arm. And every time he would catch it, the guy would yank his arm and simulate that yank of his arm. And we added that to the repertoire. So it's grown over the years. Um, and you know, of, of the, the type of catch you can do. And we just try to put our guys in the position and our, of, of doing that. You got to be, and, and I credit to all of the position coaches because you gotta, you gotta sit there and you just gotta pepper balls at them all the time over and over and over and over again. Um, and so that's, that's where that came from. And, uh, and just to put them in that position that they might not put, be able to get in, uh, otherwise before Sunday. Appreciate it. That answer didn't go long. Thanks for the time, Coach. Of course. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.